Welcome to the Cyberman show, a place that makes you smarter about cyberverse. Beat cybersecurity, cloud, emerging tech, startups or ideas. We have it all. Let's begin. Hey everyone, this is the second week of July. Today we will uh, cover some of the data breaches that are happening, uh, some of the attacks by nation state actors. There's a new tool that's uh, quite getting uh, popular uh, from the red team in Berlin, the uh, malware world, and then we'll talk about uh, cyber attacks in colleges. Okay. So starting with the nation state activity, uh, there is a report that stated that Chinese hackers are trying to target Russian uh, government and telecoms. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you will realize that this is not new. So what's interesting? See, these kind of attacks will keep happening as long as there are state-sponsored offensive teams. And what happens in any state-sponsored team is is exactly what happens in a corporate. Depending on your skill, there would be different set of people. So, example, maybe I'm good in certain applications in IT, so they might give me an IT company as a target. Some person could be good in understanding the banking uh, applications, banking infrastructure. So he will be given a job of targeting a banking customer, okay? so on and so forth. So in this particular case, there is a rat called Bisonal, which is found. Now Bisonal has been used popularly by Chinese uh, hackers for a long time. It, it has been seen in attacks on Russia, Japan, South Korea and others. And uh, specific to this attack, uh, there were phishing emails sent using Microsoft Office files. Uh, so what they did is they used a tool called uh, Rollload, where they, you would upload uh, a Word file or an Excel file or any other Office files, embed the rat in it on a, on a high level, and then uh, they will just send it as a phishing email. Now, these documents that they are sending typically uh, use lower depending on the target organization. So for example, in this case, they use CERT, which is the country cyber security incident response center uh, as a layout. So their memos, their, uh, their uh, notifications, etc. And this is common as you've been uh, noticing, uh, depending on the target audience, the content is modified, but the tools are typically same in which they have, these groups are com- comfortable with. Okay? Now both Royal Road and Bicycle Rat have been common in Chinese group. This threat actor uh, is known as Tonto Team or Cactus Pete and Earth uh, Aklor. And if you're wondering why there are three different names, it depends on the researcher. So in cybersecurity world, it's pretty common to track threat actors uh, using a handle. And then one a company would give one name, other company would give another name. Okay, uh, But eventually, you know, some of the research gets uh, to the same data sets. Okay. Uh, and by the way, this group was also uh, popular uh, or, or seen in uh, recent attacks on India's uh, power sector. Okay, so this is not a new group, and uh, they've been striking for some time. Also, on the North Korean side, there is a ransomware called Moi. So, uh, this group from North Korea, they've been targeting the hospital or uh, healthcare organizations in the US. Assuming that there are lives involved, so these organizations will pay money. And we learned about these from a joint advisory that was released by uh, CISA, FBI and Department of Treasury specifically on this strain. So this notification is amazingly uh, detailed 
they have talked about tactics tools and procedures and ioc so these are technical uh, uh, indicators uh, methods through which uh, you know attackers try to get into the infrastructure and if you go through the advisory they you can embed them in your infrastructure and you know, get alerted or even block these attacks okay now uh, this note also talks about mitigations and best practices around uh, ransomware so i would highly recommend going through this uh, and moving on to data breach side so there is a new data breach uh, an organization called cms uh, they have a website called uh, cms.gov and they are the center of, for medicare and medicaid services for us uh, government okay so they've been breached by a group of attackers or cyber criminals called uh, kelvin security they've dumped a uh, 8gb database on uh, an online forum and this database contains 6 million records uh, some of which contains details of uh, the employees of cms which includes dentists doctors nurses physician assistants etc and this was dumped on 6th of july there is some personal data in, uh, available there okay uh, the the file that was uh, posted uh, is uh, uh, is a zip file and once you extract the the, the file uh, is much larger in nature Uh, going back to this group they uh, have been active since 2015 on the specific website breach forums where this was posted they have different uh, threads uh, 87 to be precise and this uh, they been dumping both free and paid databases as well as other exploits on these forums okay now how this attack was conducted is is it's a configuration exploit that they did so uh, the mongodb which is hosted on the aws uh, was breached and it, uh, the the data was pumped from that uh, database okay. similarly there is another breach uh, again on uh, amazon's s3 bucket which was left open it was a configuration issue and in this time it this data belonged to uh, some of the airports in south america okay so the, there are a, at least four airports that are known to be impacted some of these airports are in colombia and peru and this data that's there as part of this uh, breach includes photos of airline employees their national id card and this is a serious threat if leveraged by terrorist group or some criminal organization uh, because this could contain planes fuel lines and gps uh, map coordinates now this is uh, a configuration problem uh, so what happened is on the aws s3 uh, which is a service to store data on aws this bucket was or this folder was not secured okay and hence it got uh, breached it's fixed now uh, but this is sensitive because this is important to any nation's uh, infrastructure now uh, my recommendation in in these cases and it's always a cyber security hygiene thing is keep doing regular configuration audits of your cloud infra know your data know where it is stored no be who people are managing this data so basic data governance practices have to be in place and of course the cyber security hygiene of deploying the most common and popular cyber security preventive and detective technologies okay now moving on to the metaverse uh, nft side uh, so as you know nft been getting popular they're drawing a lot of money and has drawing a lot of attention from cyber criminals so in this specific scenario uh, there was uh, 
a call given by Ukrainian government and celebrities to promote NFTs and crypto to raise funds for uh, countries military during the ongoing war. Okay, and Ukraine received around uh, one thirty-five million dollars in cryptocurrency donations. And a re- recent report has claimed that a group or uh, an NFT called Zelensky NFT, which uh, sold a Ukrainian themed NFT to allegedly help military refugees, they pocketed that money. So this particular NFT collection was uh, sold on OpenSea, uh, which is a popular website for uh, all the uh, collectibles on NFTs, and uh, you know anything of from the met- lot of stuff from the metaverse side. Okay, so it had ninety five hundred artworks, which included uh, you know images of their their president Vladimir Zelensky and various personas like Hulk, Doctor Strange, Ninja Turtle, etc. And each NFT costed around two seventy six dollars. Zelensky NFT team has denied such acquisitions and they've been calling it absurd. Uh, who knows? Uh, uh, but NFT breaches are not new. There have been reports uh, that OpenSea users lost one point seven million dollars in a phishing attack earlier, and then two point nine million dollars again in a different uh, uh, Instagram account from Board Ape uh, Yacht Club. Okay, so as I was saying earlier, cyber criminals move to where. Is okay, as NFT is promising money. Uh, you know there is definitely money involved. Cyber attacks are cyber attackers are going there. Okay. Uh, by the way, there was another project called Doodle Dragons. They promised to donate all the earnings to the charity, but they took all the money. So the the thing is with NFTs is you don't know who the uh, people are. So example in this case of Zelensky NFT, nobody knows uh, who the real people are, right? There are some personas, but any in anybody can create an NFT collections and you know build profile around it and claim to do anything and they can take your funds and you know then I don't know with it. So be careful with your money. Okay. Uh, on the red teaming tool side, so there is a popular tool uh, called Brute Rattle uh, and it has a version. Uh, Called BRC4, it has been reported to seen in some of the malicious samples uh, that are there on the internet. So this team that was researching uh, this data in their investigations, they found that this malware sample is not detectable by any of the antivirus engines in VirusTotal. Now, people who don't know, it's a common practice that uh, cyber security researchers uh, or people who are detecting. Uh, uh, or in fact, products also they send a new malware sample to VirusTotal.com, and uh, VirusTotal.com has a repository of around 60 next-generation antivirus agents, and they give their verdict or their analysis of this particular uh, sample. And uh, in this case, this sample was not known to any uh, antivirus, which means it was pretty good. Okay, it was like a zero-day sample. Now this. Toolkit is created by a person called Chetan Nair. Chetan is known in the uh, cyber security world. He's worked with multiple MNCs uh, in offensive roles, uh, uh, red teaming roles, and incident response, etc. And he recently quit his job full time, which was full time job, and you know, move move this star side project to a full uh, commercial product. And the product is getting sold uh, for twenty five hundred USD. In his Twitter handle recently reported that he has already sold 480 plus licenses, which is great. And you know, uh, 
this this is great uh, because there's a new tool any corporate can take it and check their defenses okay because it's an adversarial uh, attack simulation platform just like cobalt strike and what happens in such cases is there are good people and bad people and bad people also buy these licenses and they try to use it in the in their uh, activities and just the way it's happening with cobalt strike same is happening with uh, blue cattle right so uh, no so there are samples getting reported and as this as this new tool will get popular attackers will use it so in this case um, the researchers found that this particular sample was talking to uh, some system hosted on AWS on port 443 which is supposedly secure port uh, and also there were 41 malicious IP addresses found 9 BRC4 samples and 3 organizations across North and South America that are known to be impacted by this tool. Okay? Now, this is similar to a uh, uh, sophisticated attack called APD29 uh, which leveraged uh, well-known cloud storage and all online collaboration so uh, this will happen you know uh, it's easy to buy a tool from the market and then use it in your malicious campaign for cyber criminals rather than building your own tool right they will use whatever works okay whether you buy borrow steal right uh, they will do that to meet their objectives okay now also in uh, us a college called College of Desert. Uh, they're based in Palm, uh, Palm Desert, California. They are a victim of cyber attack. So they have around 12,500 students in the college and they recently reported that they were hit by a malware attack and this is the second time it has happened. So uh, they are using it outside experts to restore online services uh, and campus phone lines after the attack and you know, it will be fixed. But there's a trend that I'm seeing. Education sector for the last two, three years has been constantly hit by cyber criminals to get money because they have lesser sophisticated infrastructure compared to a corporate. Okay. So, in uh, 2021, 62 school districts and, and campuses of 26 colleges and universities were reported to be hit and this attack uh, disrupted around uh, a thousand individual schools. Okay. And in Data was stolen in at least 44 of the 88 incidents, which included sensitive information about both employees and students. Okay. And this was posted online. So there's a new ransomware called Nokoyawa, which has been found and it's been uh, uh, detected that they are trying to use, or the developers behind the ransomware are trying to use some of the codes that is already available on the internet. Now, this sample was first reported in Feb 2022 and it had significant similarities with the ransomware called Karma. The Karma ransomware was traced back to a family of ransomware called Lemity, uh, which was reported in 2019. Now, in April 2022, when the Nokoyawa samples were detected, uh, they had new features uh, that were not available in the uh, Feb version. So, what's happening is these uh, dev ransomware developers are taking codes from existing sample uh, or existing uh, uh, ransomwares and embedding uh, them in their uh, products. Now, this is uh, you know, this is not a surprising thing for me. Developers often do that. They would copy paste code for a particular feature from one uh, project to another project. So uh, that is uh, uh, you know, a 
regular practice by developers now there where this code comes from from in case of ransomware is either you know groups leaking the code source code or you know somebody putting it on public you recall examples of rebel and contai ransomware uh, and eventually some code would be used by the developers uh, i it's, i remember that there was a uh, banking project there still is actually a banking trojan called zeus and it was a toolkit that allowed any person to create a trojan from it now zeus was leaked online and you know from zeus there were multiple families of malware toolkits that were created okay taking the original source code and you know modifying it and adding new capabilities okay but this will keep happening um, but you know this is a trend that's also now seen in ransomware okay uh, and the last thing microsoft has enabled macros by default now for those who don't know macros are used by uh, uh, users of microsoft office to automate commonly repeated test tasks and uh, they are used in word powerpoint and excel but they've been very popularly used by attackers to deploy ransomware or malicious scripts so you know whenever somebody sends a document it will ask the user uh, you know or it will use the macros functionality to run some of these scripts okay now microsoft had disabled it which led to you know decline in office malware but with microsoft green enabling it it is suspected that there will be resenders of office malware okay which uh, is not surprising i'm sure microsoft has its uh, own good reasons why they re-enabled it uh, and you know when they while earlier they decided they will keep it disabled okay but be aware if you don't know where the origin of the file if you don't know what the macro is doing and still asking you to enable macros please don't okay uh, it often leads to uh, malicious scripts getting executed on the system okay so with that i'm thankful to my sources again thank you to all of you for listening to uh, this content uh, if you are on youtube or spotify or one of the other podcasting platforms please send me questions on my twitter handle or put it as comment on the youtube channel i try to cover it as much as i can uh thank you so much i'll see you next time till then keep learning